them. Cheers to the wish you were here, but you're not, cause the dreams bring back all the memories of everything we've been through. Close to the ones here today. Close to the Episode ones seven. 2022 PJ Clems Current weight 270 pounds I'm going down folks Food is not starting to taste good I feel like I need to give you a disclaimer again It's been a while You're not going to like me at times When I was when I tell you about my stories and about my life, you aren't going to like me. I listen sometimes the things I've done, and I cringe also. But this was the hand I was dealt with, so please bear that in mind. I went from getting beat almost every day as a child to finding unbridled beauty in the mountains of Oregon. I try to save as many people along the way as I could. I'm what they call a rescuer. I look back at my life and I realize that now. When someone was in trouble, I always rescued them first wife, second wife, whoever it was, it never was nothing but a rescue. Cool. I don't mind, though, being a rescuer. I love to give, and my life has been so full of because of it. And so if you get anything out of this, anything I've said, Get this, be kind, no matter who it is, no matter what the situation is, because they have a story too, they really do, and they're singing to you about their story, and they want you to listen to their song. You have to, you're not going to recognize their tune, you're not. All you can do is hum a few bars along with them and sooner or later you'll hear their song. I mean, I don't know how else to say it. That's what I tried to do my whole life with people. It worked for me. And I hope someday some of you if just one person hears what I just said, that's all that counts. You've done, you don't have to prove who you are with words. Do it with your actions. That's the way I've always looked at life. And I've always given, and I've never taken because it 
and it would embarrass me. Uh, the best way to say it, it would embarrass me to take anything from my anyone because I was so insecure, and I still am. I mean, if anybody gives me something, it's like, wait, no, no, I don't deserve this. You know, that's what it is. I was just trying to think what it, why. And here's the thing, another thing. I didn't care who stabbed me in the back or was talking behind my back. What I cared about most in life was looking forward. It's finding the next person I could help. That's the way I just ran my life. Sorry. My youngest daughter and her husband came to see me from California. And her husband brought his mother and his two siblings. I need to tell you something. Some of the most beautiful, wonderful people down to earth you would ever meet. I am so blessed to have those kind of people in my life. Because of this podcast, my youngest daughter had so many questions. She didn't know her dad. You know, not all this stuff. You know, she only knew go to go to your room or I'm going to ground you for the rest of your life or do the dishes or walk the dog or pick up that off the rug. Your dog did a poo-poo's, you know, that kind of stuff. And we talk, my daughter, youngest daughter, Amanda, talk probably once or twice a day. She's such a good daughter. If you only knew what a beautiful soul she is. And she's got a husband and his family. Beautiful people. I got to tell you, they don't know I'm doing this, but they're beautiful, beautiful people. He's a mechanic for Mercedes, and he's good at his job. He went for years to school and you know I mean young man and I'm so proud of him can you tell he's my son-in-law yay and he's so good to my daughter I mean what a beautiful he's he's a father and he doesn't realize it yet He's a father. If you've met those kind of people, they're just good fathers. And and my daughter got so lucky with him. And it took a while for him to warm up to me because I've lost all my strength, but I still have my humor. That'll probably be the first the last thing to go, you know. I still slur my words from the stroke. But so Sunday, 
we all went to church. My mother was singing in the choir. And we all showed up as a family, not only including my son-in-law. Let me tell you this way. My son-in-law, his mother, his two siblings, and my sister, youngest sister, Chicky, was there with her husband, which is also, oh, my gosh, that man. It's, it's, I'm so blessed that everyone in my family have found good people for their significant others. And so that family was there all to watch my mom sing. She's uh, probably 85 years old now, and she's still belting out in the choir. She can sing. That woman can sing. Anyways, I wish that my daughter would have married this man sooner so I could have experienced this wonderful family longer. Do you know what I mean? Um, they're such a beautiful family, and when you meet them, you just, they beam with kindness. It's the only way I can t- say it. They have no preconceptions of anybody. They just want to love. And Amanda did so well at picking him. I got to give her credit there. Where credits. Anyways, we're at a, a brunch. We went to PJ Clems and Lions and we went to lunch or brunch or whatever you call it. And so there's a million people at our table, you know, all the family and the kids and everything. And then uh, we have kids on the um, on the phone that aren't there. I mean, we just brought them in on whatever device, you know, uh, what's it like FaceTime thing. Anyway, so our waitress was so good. I mean... There must have been 12 of us at least, and she just handled us like a champ. I mean, she really did. And um, the waitress said to Todd, Todd was sitting next to me, and we're at one end of the table, and my daughter, and wait. So it's Todd at the end, and I'm next to her, Todd. And then it's across from me, that family of my, it was a, uh, his, m- my, uh, the pills make me crazy. I'm so sorry, folks. I take so many pills. It's like, they're in containers now, and I just pop them in my mouth, and they make me, anyways, get off that. I'm digressing again. So it's 
Amanda's family on the other side. And so across from me is Amanda's mother-in-law or David, my son-in-law's mother. Okay, and then the two siblings and then David and then Amanda. Okay, so Amanda's in about the middle of all the tables. It's a long line and she's in the middle. Okay, I hope I explained that right. Like I said, I'm not myself anymore. So the waitress looks at Todd and says, you look familiar. Todd says, uh-oh. And, uh, and Todd didn't recognize the waitress, and uh, Todd had come here to help me in these last, you know, months, or I hope it's a year or two. I hope, you know. And um, so Todd came here to be with me and take care of me when things start getting rough, and I appreciate Todd so much. I love him. Anyways, and that's the thing about us. If you ever met us, we're not pretentious. We don't put on airs. We've been places and done things, and some of us have been millionaires, but we're not the... When it comes down to it, we're just regular people, and we don't care. You know, we're there to have fun. And if you aren't, sorry, you're missing so much. Anyways, I got a funny story. <laughs> okay, well, let me finish this one first, and then I'll add it at the end. So, <clears throat> the waitress said, no, really, you look familiar. And she said, you, is your name Todd? And... Todd says, yeah, uh-oh, did I do something wrong to you? <laughs> and, you know, goofing. And the lady said, no. As a matter of fact, your brother, uh, Bob, remember Bob, Gabriel, Robert? Okay, your brother, Bob, saved my life. And I'm looking at her, and she don't recognize that I'm Bob. I've changed. And so... Um, real quick, my daughter screams. I mean, wait a minute. You knew my dad is Bob because she's only known me as dad or Gabriel. She's never heard the stories of my life. This is for you guys, all my grandchildren and you folks out there. But she never heard you know, you don't tell your kids everything like I said before. So she says, oh, no way, you know Bob. And so she came, started walking towards Amanda that was in the middle of the table. She starts leaning her elbow because she's really exhausted. She's almost sweating. She's got a lot of people, not just us, but probably 10 booths to take care of also she's a hustler anyway so 
she starts leaning on me on my shoulder and talking to Amanda. And she says, yeah, I knew your dad and he would, he actually saved me. He brought me, he carried me home before, um, he, he had to go to the service and it was time for him to leave, but he took time and he was going to be late, which would have mean that he would have been AWOL. And he carried me all the way home and handed me to my father because I was drunk. And he said, what happened to her? I said, nothing. Or he, she was telling the story and she said, he told my father that she might have had a little too much to drink and she's okay and she just needs to sleep it off. Well, then she's still leaning on me. Wait, is that you? Um, and she's talking to Ma and she says, Ma, is that you? And my mother said, yeah, everyone called my mother Ma. Okay. That was the thing. And and if you knew my mom, you had to call her mom. And everyone in five towns around called my mother Ma. A lot of folks didn't have, a lot of these kids didn't have parents or one parent or the other. And if they had a mother, it wasn't like my mother. My mother was always smiling and always had a joke and don't worry about a thing, you know, that kind of thing. And so she, and she would get everybody out of trouble. Like I said, she's 85 now, you know, and she still looks the same. If you saw her, yeah, she's hunched over, but if you saw her, her face, you knew it was her. Just blue eyes and or hazel eyes but you knew it was her she was smiling anyways and laughing who does that at 85 they're usually real you know cranky anyways so i'm digressing and she says you're a clown right and yes my mother says yes and we're all laughing our heads off. <laughs> and it's not because she said clown. She's still leaning on me. Well, how is Bob nowadays? And uh, how's he doing? Well, he's not doing so good. Um, you're probably hurting him. You're leaning on his shoulder right now. And she looked up at, down at me and looked. I looked up at her. <laughs> and then when the whole table started roaring, people were looking at us, you know, like we're crazy. Well, so what? We are. We're laughing. You aren't. That's how I look at it. Anyway, she freaked out. Oh, my God, Bob. Oh, my God. And Amanda's still saying, you know, my dad is Bob. And it was funny again, you know. And the poor lady. 
And I says, well, I go by Gabriel now. She said, no, you're Bob. <laughs> and so everyone was laughing again. And you had to been there. It's one of those stories you had to been there. And I'm sorry. Anyways, she told again in more detail what happened. And, you know, so I said to you, I'm telling you all this, folks, out there. You don't realize who you touch on the way. You got to be kind to one another, especially nowadays where there's so much hate. And I'm just not just saying this because I'm dying. <laughs> This is how I always ran my life, with a smile. And anybody who knew me had a sense of humor. Listen, one guy on that friended me on Facebook, oh, yeah, I just said it. I'm an old-timer. I'm on Facebook and not all that other stuff. I wouldn't be able to do all that other stuff. And I said something he thought was funny. He had just befriended me, so he just got online with me, and I don't remember what it was, and it's not important, but he said, I remember you. You're funny all the time, Gabriel. That's how I want to be remembered, folks. When you think of me, and I want you to just smile, I just... I want to make you laugh or I rescued you or I gave you a hand up. What else is there in life? This is my story. Hey, Ma, please. Quiet, I'm trying to do a podcast down here.